0: How do we reduce complexity in our lives? How do we identify the needle movers? And how do we do more of that? Welcome to the Dean Graziosi Show. All success starts right here. Last week I turned 50, can you believe it? Man, 50 came fast, oh my God. Um, But, I love being 50. I love it. I love every bit of it because I've got so many years under my belt, but I still feel like I'm 25. So the, the cool part about that is the more I'm in this, the more I want to tell you, it really is the simple things. Like I, I know that sounds crazy, but the things we cover, what's in Millionaire Success Habits, what we learn here every month, what's in my Set for Life course, which is in so many, or what's in so much of my training. Yes, if if you're one of my real estate students, I give you the tactical strategies to make money in real estate because I've been doing it for 30 years. But without what we're learning here, I give you my word. It doesn't matter if I handed the whole thing to you on a silver platter like I try to do in my courses or my organized brilliance or my high-level training. If I hand it to you, but you let negative people get in your in your head. You don't overcome obstacles. You don't focus on solutions. I'm just naming some little things, but those little things are truly the answer. I'm not kidding. So that's why I love having you here. That's why I love taking the time to do this. I have to tell you, my schedule has been busier than ever before in my life. Uh, I'm currently a single dad, but I pick my kids up Every day it's mine. I take them to school. Every day they're with me. I make them their lunches. I cook them their dinner. I don't want someone else doing that for my kids. I just don't. Well, simultaneously, our company is growing like crazy. I've been in business for 30 years and we're having this exponential growth curve. I'm working on my new book. I'm gonna talk about some exciting new projects coming up. So I continue to use the same tools I'm sharing with you to find the time in my life to have it all. I want it all i don't know if that's me being selfish and i don't think you're being selfish you want it all i want to be in the best shape of my life i think i am i think i could i could if i raced my 20 year old self i would kill him i could lift more i could run more i have more stamina i love being a great dad i love growing a team with the right values i want to work on my own personal growth i just want you to know that the reason you're here is it might be to make more money fantastic It might be just to feel better, fantastic, but here's the thing, it all starts with the foundation because if I gave you a billion dollars tomorrow but you could never have true love in your life, would you take it? Or if I gave you a billion dollars tomorrow but you couldn't have a relationship with your kids or you had that uneasy feeling your whole life or you were alone, would you take it? Most likely not. So that's why I love having you here and being a part of our inner circle and having this conversation, you get to see behind the scenes the real me but learn the real strategies for sustainable, long-term success, which includes wealth, abundance, joy, happiness, and all the above. I want to talk about something really personal that no one else knows. You guys are the only ones that are going to get this. So um, honestly, keep what I'm sharing to us. Don't, Don't share it on social media yet because it's going to be something that comes out in April and it's really cool. But I want to talk about goals and dreams. Just really casual, not structured. I just want to I want to share a little bit about my life and how it might relate to you. There's nothing I share about me because I want an applause. There's nothing I share about me because I, I want you to think I'm great. I share it because I hope you see it in yourself. So, 20 something years ago, maybe 25 years ago, 24 years ago, 23 years ago, something around there, I was watching Tony Robbins on an infomercial. And it was personal power, I think. And I pulled out a credit card and I bought his product off of a TV infomercial. I cut a check for self-education. I cut a check to learn. I didn't buy a product. I didn't buy a service. I didn't have uh, anything delivered to my house like a car or anything. I spent a few hundred bucks and bought his course. And it transformed my life. It truly did. I was already in business. I was already making good money. I'd already achieved a lot in my life for, for being 25, 28 years old. um, I was probably already or close to being a millionaire. But Tony changed the way I thought. He changed the way I looked at things. He course corrected things that I can't even imagine. And there's so many things that are inside of me that probably were sparked by him. And then I got on a journey and have devoured and obsessed on so many great teachers and mentors in my life. So I have this transformation, my business, my world starts to change, I start looking at things differently, I start helping my family in different ways, I start seeing the real negative in my life, I start seeing the positive, I, I start setting bigger uh, bigger futures, uh, 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 compelling futures, and I start letting go of the past, I start, you know, all this process, right? So I write down in a journal, someday I want to meet Tony Robbins and thank him. Now, I don't know if you have any dreams or thoughts that you had. and Maybe there's some right now that I want to dig back up that you forgot, that you think would never become a reality. Because you see, if you would have asked me 15 years ago, it's a true story. If you would have asked me 15 years ago that you could meet anyone in the world who was alive today, anyone, the most famous star in the world, uh, Miss America, the, the best action star, Bruce Willis back in the day when I, when I was younger watching stuff like that, or, or a president, my answer would have been Tony Robbins because of the impact he made on my life, hands down. So fast forward eight years ago, a friend introduces us, we hit it off, become dear friends. Tony and I talk every single week, dear friends, right? But I wanna tell you something. It was my goal to not only meet him. I'm going to be honest. It was my goal to be partners with him. I said, I back then I was working in a collision shop. I painted cars during the day. I was working on my uh, information product, but I I didn't launch my infomercial yet. The reason I launched the infomercial was because of Tony. So I'm a guy that's working on a car. I'm working on cars, driving tow trucks, working on my real estate at night. Right? Probably around that time. And I write down that someday I'm going to meet Tony Robbins, my freaking idol at the time, and I'm going to be partners with him and I'm going to speak on stage with him. That was ridiculous. In fact, I told, I'm not kidding you, I told maybe three people and all of them pretty much were like, <laughs> yeah, that's good, that's good. So I stopped telling people and I closed it and I hit it. Tony and I have spoke on multiple stages together. Tony and I I didn't just meet him, he's literally one of my best friends on the planet. And April 25th, Tony and I are launching a new company that's going to change the world. Wow, right? Sometimes I have to sit and take it in and be more grateful to God, the universe. I tell you that not to brag, I tell you that to see what's possible. I'm no different, look at me right now, seriously. I'm no different than any single one of you watching. I would bet to say the majority of you have more going for you than I did. The majority of you, you have a better education, you are better at school, you had better parenting, and some of you have worse. But what's the difference? The difference are the things we talk about here. The difference is the foundation for success. The difference is not giving up on you, because I'm surely not giving up on you week after week. I want to tell you a little about it, and I want you to tell me what you think. Tony and I are both obsessed with what we're coining or calling self-education. What I think you are getting right here is self-education. There's college, which if you go to college or not, or you went to college or not, doesn't matter, right? There's not going to college. And then there's this middle of the road of gaining strategies, success, tactics, capabilities from people who are playing the game at the highest level possible. To me, that's self-education. When I watched Tony's infomercial, I cut him a check. I paid for education. That was different. My family thought I was nuts. Everyone around me thought I was nuts. There's people that think you're nuts that you're here right now paying me monthly to learn from me. They don't get it. Jim Rohn had that impact on Tony Robbins. So now we go and we create self-education at the highest level. Between Tony and I, especially TV infomercials, Tony and I together, billions of dollars, 60 years of combined education skills, teaching other people in self-education. There's nobody at the level, uh, Tony and I combined, right? And I'm not putting myself on Tony's level. I I admire that guy on a whole nother level, right? But I'm saying is self-education has been our passion. It's our mission. We want to make self-education the new normal. I hire my employees based on self-education could give two craps on what college they went to. I don't even look at resumes. My team does, but I don't care where they worked prior. I don't care about what college they went to. I wanna be honest. We care about values. We care about self-education. We care about if they have the grit, the grind, the the, the the nature, the values they can fit into our culture. And oh my God, over the last year, the people we're hiring are the best on the planet. The best on the planet. So it just taught me this whole next le- lesson. So. I'm I'm giving you a little insight and I want you to know what you guys think. Tony and I have the same mission. So we decided to create a company and a process and a software to help people extract the knowledge in their head, extract their expertise and share it with the world. You see right now you're watching, you are unbelievably good at something and you don't even realize how valuable, even if it's one thing, I'm sure it's many more. If it's being a parent, if it's being a salesperson, if it's being a process-driven person, if it's being good at health, being good at fitness, being good at real estate, being good at anything. So every single one of you watching is good at something that somebody would be willing to pay you and learn from so they don't have to go through the trial and error because self-education is gonna be the new norm. It's more acceptable. Right now there's $336 million a day spent on information online. So in our mission to make an impact, to leave a legacy, Tony and I are getting together and creating a software, a process, and a company to help everyone around the world extract their knowledge and share it. Because what I believe is if you... Go to your grave with your knowledge in your head, all your experience, all your trial and error. It's like throwing away a $20 million hard drive. It's like, imagine taking a hard drive and loading on, oh, this failed, this worked, this didn't work, this worked amazing, oh, do more of this, and you get good at this expertise, and all of a sudden this hard drive has all this stuff, And you gotta throw that hard drive away. How my legacy, how Tony's legacy can last 200 years from now is if we make it where you feel guilty Dying someday without sharing your knowledge. Okay, I just gave you the insight to something uh, that no one else knows. I'm not kidding you. We haven't released this anywhere. I want to talk about your biggest obstacle that you had in your life. So last night, um, last night, uh, my buddy Trent Shelton. I don't know if you know Trent awesome dude. Follow him on Instagram or Facebook. He produces amazing content, positive, inspirational, motivational. Uh, Thank you guys. I see all the world changers coming in. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. So last night I get on with Trent. He's got a gazillion people on. Uh, We're on live on Instagram and he says, uh, he gives me some great compliments. He said, Dean, what was your biggest obstacle? Uh, What was your biggest obstacle in this, in your evolution from where you grew up and not having money and all that stuff to the success you've reached, right? And here's the part I really wanna, again, this sounds like I'm talking about me a lot today, but I'm talking about me so you can see, right? A dream 20 something years ago, watching Tony Robbins and saying someday I'll meet him, and now we're gonna change the global conversation on education together. Think about that. From there to there. Where are you, where were you, and where could you go if you believe in it, right? Um, so I get on with Trent last night, back to Trent. And he says, we're asking, he goes, what was your biggest obstacle? Now, at any time in my life, and this is the part I want to relate back to you. I want you to start thinking. Do, do me a favor. If you, if you got your journal, I always have my journal right in front of me. Um, oh, that's another secret too. I, I'm coming out with a journal. Be on the lookout. Same exact kind of style I use. It's going to be killer. Um, but... Do me this favor, if you if you can write right now. If not, come back and watch it. And if you're watching live, great. If you're watching the replay, just as good. The value is the same. Um, I want you to write down some of the things that you think were your biggest obstacles uh, in your life. That could be your biggest obstacle right now, uh, or or were your biggest obstacle um, in the past. Was your biggest obstacle in the past? So he, Trent asks me this, and then I started thinking. And this is the part I want you to write down and think about. I started thinking about what was my biggest obstacle? I, I didn't come from a family with money. Um, had dyslexia, so school was really difficult for me. I could never comprehend school. Always felt dumb, like literally felt dumb. I'm, when my seventh grade teacher, Miss Thompson, called me dumb, I was like, she's probably right. Hated her, but she was probably right. Um, I was always really small, so I got made fun of. My parents were married nine times between the two of them. And I moved 20 times by the time I was 19. So I was all over the place, right? So was that my biggest obstacle? That my family didn't have money? Was that an obstacle? My dad, he took the divorce from my mom really, really hard. And my dad was the youngest of 11 and was physically and sexually abused as a child. He never, ever once touched me, never hit me. But emotionally, he never got the, the work he needed. It's an amazing place now, but it, it was just a lot. So... It was really tough as a kid. I'll just leave it at that. It wasn't an easy run, and some of you have had way harder. But it, it, it was tough. Um, missed my mom. She moved away when I was 11. So I'm thinking, all oh, like, like it was like my. And I, I'm. This is different than usual, guys. You know, if you're hearing me today, I'm to, i I'm in a really heart centered, personal mood today, and that's why I might be all over the place. But you're getting the real me and the real things that move the needle in life, especially in mine. So. Um, I, it was like my life was going by in front of me at hyperspeed. And I'm thinking, well, what was the biggest obstacle? Was it that relationship with my dad where, you know, we, we, we got in a fist fight once. So I've never been in a fist fight with anybody. I, I didn't hit my dad, but it, was, it got that bad. And then we didn't talk for a year. And I still powered through. And I didn't have money And then I was like, well, was it that? And then was the biggest obstacle going from cars into real estate and then finding the money for real estate? Was that the hard thing? And then getting the real estate done and then running a collision shop and a tow truck company and my apartments and building houses, was that the tough time? Or how about when I started in the infomercial world selling my education and I just got momentum, I was funding the the, uh, information business, I was funding the information business with my real estate profits. And I almost lost all of it. And then when I finally got ahead, I literally had an accountant take all my money. One day when it was all gone, I was like, no way, I'm getting through this, I'm done. And I remember thinking to myself, that's it, you thought you were so cool. This is self-talk at its worst, right? You thought you were cool. I knew you weren't smart enough to do all those things. You should have listened to your family. You should have listened to your friends. That was for people that were more educated. There were people more smart. So I'm thinking of all of these things. And I'm like, in my head, and it's like, All of that happened in seconds, even though it seemed like I sat there for 20 minutes thinking of all these obstacles, all these things that went wrong and going through a divorce in my life when I didn't want to go through, you know, I I never thought that I would do that to my kids and the pain of that. So he's like, what is the biggest obstacle? And all that happened so quick. So I want you to start thinking of all those things, right? All the things in your life are the biggest problem the biggest obstacle and then as my i know this sounds crazy and, and i thought more about it today because i knew i was talking to you guys right so then i thought about it today obstacles biggest obstacles they were all obstacles but then i was thinking what were my biggest fears because some of those obstacles resulted from fears or or led to fears does that make sense Obstacle, oh, what if it doesn't work? Oh, what if I lose all my money? What if I'm alone for the rest of my life? What if I'm not accepted? What if they don't believe in me? What if I'm alone? All those things, right? So one thing happens, an obstacle happens. You can tell I thought about this. Like like I'm thinking deeper than I ever thought in my life and you're just getting a glimpse of that. I hope you're feeling this. The obstacle leads to the fear. Like I'm putting some of this together as I'm sharing it with you. So the obstacle leads to a fear. So now I wanna ask you, and maybe you can write this down. What are the biggest fears that you had through your life? I had fears uh, that when my mom moved away, because it just was so tumultuous, I don't think she could handle it. My mom moved away. I had fears of never seeing her. And I've had this deep level of being alone as a young kid, right? And uh, I had fears that my dad would do something crazy because he used to get so mad. He, He had all that anger built up inside of him because of what his dad did to him that it came out and really... Um, unhealthy ways. I, f- I feared something would happen there, right? Um, I feared I would be broke and working in a factory someplace because that's what my guidance counselor <laughs> said was probably going to where I'd end up. I feared when I started my first business. I feared when I moved from cars to real estate and I almost lost all my money. I feared when I went into the education business and infomercial because I saw Tony Robbins do it and I almost lost all my money there. Um, I feared when I started making a lot of money and hiring more people. Now all of a sudden I had a $10 million a year company and I'm employing all these people. I feared it could go wrong. Then I went to a $100 million company and my brand, my companies and my brands over 100 million a year. And my fear got higher and higher, especially when the economy dropped and all of a sudden the money wasn't coming in, but the bills were there. I I feared I couldn't make it. So you're getting to see that fear lives in all of us, no matter how successful people look from the outside. So now, obstacles and fear. So what, Trent says to me, what is your number one obstacle? And all of a sudden it's like, I don't know, there's 4,000 of them. And it hit me. It hit me immediately. And we had this amazing conversation. That's what I want to share with you today. It was so like, breakthrough for me. I knew that you guys need to hear it today, no matter where you are. Listen, I don't know where you are. If you're here with me right now, you could be doing amazing and you want to go next level. You could be struggling, just want to get away from that. You could be in the middle. I just want to tell you, this works. It doesn't matter if you're in my $100,000 a year mastermind or you're here. It's the same answer. What my biggest obstacle always was and yours is our perception of situations it's our thoughts now you might have heard me write about this in my book talk about it but I want you to let this sink in today you could tell I'm in the most like I'm using I'm going really, like all over the place I love I have way I have so much enthusiasm today but today it's coming through my heart on a deeper level it's your thoughts it's your perception you see the same thing can happen to two different people, right? Someone can grow up with an alcoholic parent, and one can be an alcoholic because my dad was. And one could never touch alcohol because my dad was. My dad was a drinker, right? So it's perception. So I want you to think about something. All of those things could have been the final straw. Parents don't support me. I have dyslexia, didn't go to college. This is my life, start a company, failure. People take advantage of you. Oh, could have been my life. Go into the infomercial world, almost failed. Accountant takes all my money. This is it, that's my life, right? All of those weren't obstacles. My perception of the situation was the obstacle. The, 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 those things weren't fear. My perception of the situation was the fear. I know it takes years to really understand what I'm saying. You're like, oh, Dean, now you lost me. Now you lost me. You don't understand what I'm going through. I got the bills. I have a mortgage. My two kids, that's not an obstacle. It's not a thought. That's a reality. No, no, I'm sorry. It is your perception of that situation. Hear me. We have to change that story. We have to change those thoughts and the obstacle changes. Listen, when I moved in with my dad, he was in a really tough place in his life. And the littlest thing thinking about my mom or uh, could set him off something that just wasn't pretty and something that would make me sick to my stomach and want to throw up and not eat and I'd walk around shaky. Now that sounds like a really terrible thing. My dad's a good man who just never got the, the right help at a young age, right? That could have been a terrible obstacle. It could have been the fear. It could have been the thing that ended me. And that's where I just ended, right? But guess what? i built senses back then. You guys, are some of you are going to relate to this. I built, built senses that I could tell when my dad was going to go down the wrong path. I had great dad and not so great dad. I could say great dad and crazy dad. I, at 11 years old, started the sense when my dad was making a left down crazy town road and I would be able to feel his emotions, understand him, let him feel understood, enter conversations that were going on in his head. And I was able to pull my dad back from going down that way through empathy and love and put him down the right path. It was my self-protection mechanism at 12, 13, 14, 18, 20. I knew how to do that, but guess what it did? It's just one example. It made me have empathy, caring, and love for teaching you. When I get on stage with my buddy Tony Robbins, there's 10,000 people in the audience. I feel like I feel their hearts and I know what they need. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I'm the best, but I feel it. I got that gift because of something I thought was an obstacle. I could have made that my obstacle. If I had a twin brother, my twin brother could be all screwed up and say my life is ruined because of what my dad did. I say my life is amazing because of what my dad did. It wasn't the situation. It was my perception of the situation. When, if right now, you decide that you are going to find a new way to look at the things in your past or the things that are currently going on in your life, instead of the obstacle, you're going to look at that as a situation. And it's there to build. It's there to create something. And you, got, you might be going through shit right now, a bad relationship, a divorce, a breakup, someone passing away in your family, money tight, terrible boss. And you might say, this is for a reason. But what if, if you can't find it in this moment, what if you just adopted the thought process that, I don't know why this is happening. This is shitty. I don't want it to be happening but it is, and I know a lesson will come of it. It changes everything, literally changes everything. Listen, I'm far from perfect, this is how I learn this stuff, but I'm always testing things out. I do not want confrontation with anybody, and there is an absolute avoidable way because I'm paying attention to the way I think about every situation because I'm realizing I never had an obstacle. I had thoughts that told me I had an obstacle. I realized that fear, yes, fear, cons- I'm still afraid of some things. Yesterday I filmed with Tony Robbins it's to start off this new training. We filmed something in advance. I'm not kidding you. You know how comfortable I am on camera if you've been watching me for years. I don't think there's anybody more casual on camera on the planet except for Tony. I think we're equal in that. I got there yesterday, I sit next to Tony. I'm sitting in the chair, Tony's up here, the guy that helped change my life, but my buddy, and all of a sudden, right before the camera goes on, I got fear. I got fear. I'm like, oh. and I, was, I wasn't, I was more like, hey, everybody, I'm here with Tony Robbins. Yeah, I wasn't me. It still happens. But then a moment later, as he started talking, I'm like, what am I afraid of? I accomplished everything. This guy loves me for who I am. And I started talking myself through it. And by the time I spoke the second time, I was all good. I just told myself a little shitty story for a minute. So the reason I wanted to spend so much time on this today because, it, and I know it sounds so simple, you might be going, I've heard this before. Yeah, you've heard a lot of things before, but is it a part of your life? How can we change the story that you have, even the one that's deep down? Not the one that you tell yourself, I can do this, I'm motivated. Sometimes just hype and motivation is, eh. You gotta go deep and change that story. So today, what is, what is the story that is holding you back from the next level? What if right now, you could tell what mood I'm in. You could tell what mood I'm in today. What if right now, and who would be willing to share a story that you think is holding you back? Because here's what I know, before, before you write anything down, before you share, I want you to think about this. I remember saying, I never went to college. I'm not going to college, I'm not that smart. I don't have any money. I have a dad when he's done down the wrong street is not in the best space. My mom moved away. My teachers think I'm dumb. My friends are going off to college. I'm, I remember having thoughts like, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. I'm going to work in construction and make 850 bucks a week. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that wasn't my original goal. I want to take care of my family and, and had so many desires. I remember thinking that, right? All of those things were true. But what if someone had told me Luckily, I changed that story, right? But what if someone would have told me, hey, yeah, I hear all those things you got, Dean. Sounds really bad. I understand your circumstances. Do me a favor. Go Google John Paul Jurio and just read about him. And when you're done, I want you to do your next thing is I want you to Google Richard Branson and then come back and talk to me. I would have Googled John Paul DiGiorgio and seen that he... Didn't, go to high, didn't even get out of high school, had dyslexia, didn't think he was that smart, was selling encyclopedias door to door to try to make a living, got his girlfriend pregnant at a really young age, he was like 21 and she was like 19 or 20, um, and then comes home one day and finds that his wife is all packed, hands him the baby, and leaves, never to be seen again, and finds out she didn't pay rent on the apartment for three months, she took whatever little money they had And he was homeless in two hours after she left with a baby at 21 with no college education, no money, stressed, worried, selling encyclopedias door to door with an idea that he could help transform the hair industry. Doesn't make any sense, right? I would have read about that guy and go, yeah, that guy is screwed like I am. Oh, but wait. Through persistency, he started selling door-to-door. One more, then finally got in a little house so he could raise his son better, or his daughter better. Wow, and then he did this, and then he did that. Then he went on to create Vidal Sassoon and then went and launched Patron Tequila and is now a multi-billionaire and one of the happiest guys I've ever met in my life. Love John Paul DeGiorgio. Love that guy. Richard Branson, 8th grade, ninth grade says... School's stupid. I can't get it. I, I, I don't understand making me sit in this class and like it doesn't make sense. Quit school because he starts a newspaper going out to other students that are speaking freely about life. Ends up interviewing Paul McCartney and, and all these crazy people while he was still in high school. Richard Branson, dyslexic, quit school, told he was stupid, started with no money. Multi-billionaire, one of the richest people in the world making a positive impact, love that guy. One of the happiest guys, oh my God, I spent a couple weeks with him, one of the happiest people I've ever met. So why am I sharing this? Because the stories we tell ourselves are shit, for lack of a better word. So with that said about those two, do you think you could prove the story that you tell yourself why you're not there? And it could be the little thing, wrong economy, wrong time, don't have time for work, husband doesn't support me, wife's not there went through a divorce, or I'm single, I'm too young, I'm too old, don't have money, don't have time. Whatever it is, or deeper ones, I'm not good enough. That's a big one. I'm afraid to fail. Another huge one. What is right now, if we took the moment right this minute, who would have the nerve to tell me right now, what is a story? What is your story that you tell yourself on why you're not at the level of success you're at? I wrote the opening line for Larry King for my infomercial. If you ever saw my infomercial with Larry King about my book, uh, it's an interview. It's really an interview, a Larry King interview, but it's interview slash infomercial. The opening line is this. Did you ever look in the mirror in your adult life and say to yourself, I thought I'd be further ahead by now. Think about that. So if I say that to you, if you look in the mirror right now and say, I wish I was, I thought I'd be further ahead by now. But, but, what is the but in your life? What is the but? What is that story? Do me a favor. Have the, have the, um, have the nerve to share it with everybody. And let me just ask you right now, do you realize it's a crap story? Do you realize that that story is what's holding you back, not the situation, it's your perception of that story. So here's the thing, and I didn't even know I was gonna go this deep on this today, but I wanna ask you something, keep sharing your story, share it, because saying it out out loud, you identify it. So now you know the enemy. The obstacles aren't the situations, it's not the president, it's not your skin color, it's not that you're in a bad relationship, it's not that you live in the wrong area, it's your perception of all of that. Because I have the same stuff, and so, many, so do so many successful people, and happy people, and abundant people. So I want you to think about this right now. The story that you're telling yourself. Now, is it true, could you, someone just wrote, I feel abused. Could it be true, yes that it's happening, but your circumstances, your perception of that is everything. So what I'd like you to do right now, let's pretend it is five years from today. Five years from today, we're right here again. We're chatting. I look a little older, I'm gonna try not to be, but I will. It's five years from now. How would you like, if I asked this same question to each and every one of you, if I asked the same question, How will you feel if you give me the same answer? That I was afraid. That my divorce was tough on me. That I'm in an abusive relationship. I didn't make it because of my skin color. I didn't make it because no one supports me. I didn't make it because I was afraid. I didn't make it because I didn't have time. I didn't do it because I didn't have money. How will that feel five years from today if that story is the thing that holds you back? The worst feeling in the world. So guess what? We can change that today. We can decide right here, right now, in this moment, to say, screw that story. Yes, some shit might be going down in my life, but more of it is in here. It's my perception. In some cases, it's your safety net. I would make it if my husband supported me. I would make it if I wasn't in an abusive relationship. I would make it if my skin color was different. I would make it if someone gave me some money. I would make it if someone partnered with me. Screw that. You don't have that. That's okay. Maybe that's your path in life. Maybe this is the exact path God, the universe, whatever believing gave to you so you could prove you're worthy of more. You are worthy of more. And I'm telling you right now, you are good enough. You don't need to be anybody different. You don't need to be taller, richer, different color, nothing. You just need to find another level of you. You need to take that shit ass story and you need to find ways to prove it's a lie. And you need to be pissed at that story because guess what? That story's been holding you back for too long. I bet some of you right now, the story that you just told, You told that shit two years ago. You told it five years ago. Some of you told it 20 years ago. You're gonna give that story that much power? Huh? Are you? Time to change it. Prove that it's a lie. And here's what I want you to do. Switch it. Convert it. Make it your power. My new book that I'm gonna start writing literally next week, I'm so excited, It is going to be exactly that. It's going to talk about when you're an underdog, you have an advantage. That story can be your kryptonite. It could be the anchor holding you back, or it could be the wind that drives you across the ocean. When you're an underdog, when things are wrong, when people have done shit to you, when things aren't lined up. That can be your power. You can have the power of people telling you you can't. When you're an underdog, people say you're not smart enough, you're not rich enough, you don't have the time, you're not this, you're not that. You can go, oh, you're right. Or you can go, fuck you. Excuse my language. I'm doing this in spite. No, I'm not doing it in spite. I'm doing it because of it. You just gave me more fuel. Some people go, yeah, maybe I'm not. You tell me I'm not smart enough? You tell me at this phase of my life I can't do it? I'm like, okay, that's cute. And I'll do it 10 times more just to make you feel bad. Yep, it's still in me. I still got that fight. The other power of an underdog is not only are you told you can't, nobody sees you coming. Do you think any of my friends, do you think any of my teachers, you think Ms. Thompson, Ms. Kenosa, my guidance counselor, said if you don't go to college, maybe you could work on cars or work at a gas station or a factory. She didn't do it to be mean. That's how she was taught. I make more than she makes in a year. I make more in a day than she makes in a year. I was an underdog. I used it as power. What if today, things flipped? And all that shitty story, all that stuff holding you back, actually today, now, on this training, became your power. What if it went from kryptonite to freaking rocket fuel? What if you said, yeah, I'm in an abusive relationship and I am not accepting this anymore. That's why I'm gonna be successful. That's why I'm gonna be happy. I'm the wrong skin color. That's why I'm going to be successful and show the world. I don't have any money. How many people that are millionaires start with no money? I don't have the percentage. I read it years ago. I think it's like 40% of millionaires in the world started with nothing. There's over 1,700 new millionaires a day being created in America alone. If that stat is right, then 700 of them started with no money. Take that into your soul, right? How many people had bad relationships or are in the most amazing relationships of their life? Including me. I'm in the best relationship in my life right now. I needed to go through what I went through in order to get to this place. I didn't realize I was gonna get that deep on this today but that's how important it is. I don't think this is kinda important. I think this is the most important thing on the planet. Trent Shelton, my buddy, sparked something yesterday by saying, What was your biggest obstacle? And the way my crazy brain works, it brought me right to you guys and what I wanted to share with you today. If you liked this podcast, make sure you rate it. And also, make sure to click subscribe so you never miss out. Remember, all success starts here.